Hey everybody, for Hannah Pensick, I'm James Triano. Thank you for listening to Win More Sales. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, leave us a five-star rating, and hey, comments help too. This helps us reach more people and hopefully help more people. Here's the podcast. Picture this, you're at the final stages with the client you've been running a lock-type sales process with. The solution is agreed upon, you have buy-in from all the right people in the company, and you've reached the negotiation part of the sale to lock this puppy in. You hop on a call with your champion to review the current proposal, and they start asking you questions. Can you throw a few extra days of on-site training in, and can you adjust the proposal here? In your excitement to get the deal closed, you shout yes, then you realize you didn't get any commitment back. The summary of the mistake we're covering today is simple. In an effort to be agreeable as as salespeople, we do not ask for anything in return when asked to give. James, what are some tips to keep this top of mind? Yeah, hey, Hannah. Um, I I think, first of all, this is a common theme that we see in life, not just with salespeople. People want to be liked. They want to be agreeable. And when you're negotiating or when you're being asked for something, it's not always instinctual to just ask for something in return right away. But when we're in a respectful buying engagement with an organization, it's something that is a must to do. Um, And and there is some some coaching tips that we have today to keep this top of mind and some ways to think about this um, that aren't just um, monetary. So first of all, um, I think the first thing that comes to mind for people when they think about this concept is is money. Like I just mentioned, monetary, um, asking for a monetary mm-hmm. concession. That does not have to be the case. In fact, I would argue that usually it's not the case. Um, most of your sales motion is not going to be negotiating something monetary. There's lots of things that go on in addition to that. Here are some things that you could ask for depending on where you're at in the sales motion. And these are things for you to keep in mind that you can ask for return that aren't just like, um, you know, look, if we do this price, will you do this, right? So first is agree to a meeting. So when you get asked something, get commitment for a meeting or timeline, timeline, buying timeline, decision-making timeline legal terms. That's fairly straightforward. That's part of the procurement process, right? When you're buying, that's something that most buying organizations are thinking about, uh, especially as the sale gets more complex. Um, Scope of the sale. So this is something that I think Mm -hmm. is a little bit more nuanced. We don't always think about this, but am I going to get more of the business, less of the business, this, this division of the business as opposed to the whole business or whatever, right? That's something that you can discuss um, during the sales motion. Right, and it can be part of your negotiation, uh, negotiating process. Uh, the second thing, uh, or I'm sorry, the second thing, the next thing is information. So, g- gaining access to information about that can help mm-hmm. you intel, right? That can help you move the sale forward. Um, and finally, yeah. access, access to decision makers, access to people I love this that one. you need to get the sale moving forward or get the sale closed. Access is something that we don't often think about that we can ask for in return that's important to our 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 sales motion and the buying process. I completely agree. I love the access one and the example that I used in our intro today 
um, if you're asked, you know, can you throw on more on-site training? Well, well, sure. Who's going to be installing this? Can I get their information so I can send them some additional resources? And it's an additional way you can kind of multi-thread into the organization. So love that one. Um, you can ask for something in return all the time. Uh, the item that you get back does not have to match the type of item being asked for. Uh, here's an example. Um, if if um, this would be a, a question you might get from a buyer, right? Do you think you could show me pricing for one and two year terms? You say, no problem. Are you free Monday at 2 p.m. to review both proposals? Now that seems simple, it seems nonchalant, it seems easy, but that's you asking for a time commitment, for a, for a meeting commitment, right? When they're asking you for two versions of your proposal. So there's a time commitment for you to put together the proposal. There's probably going to be concessions that you're going to make between the one and two year proposals. And you're asking for the time commitment to review the proposals for, uh, for the work that you're putting in to go ahead and prepare that for them. Um, this is subtle. It's not just a yes. Um, if you, so the, the, the alternative to this would be, um, yes, I'll get right on that. And then you email them both proposals and then you're stuck following up. Like you're in that, you're in that, that follow-up feedback loop that we talked about. We have, we have another podcast that we talked about that in, right? The just checking in podcast, you, you get into that, that issue, right? So, um, the, the final thing I'll say about this is, uh, if there's something that you, if this is something that you don't do now consistently, find a way to remind yourself. Uh, this could be a sticky note on your computer or something, um, whatever works for you, but eventually this will be a muscle that you will develop and it will be second nature. Any final thoughts on this one, Hannah? Yeah, it's a great topic. And, and my final thought is I think that there's this notion that salespeople need to put their customers on a pedestal, agree to everything, say yes to everything, do everything they say. And that's not the case. When you do simple things like ask for something in return, you gain respect as an equal partner in the buying process. So I think that's really critical to keep in mind. Yeah, great final thought, Hannah. Thanks everybody for listening today. Um, for Hannah Pensick, I'm James Traiano. I hope these points about asking for something in return when you're being asked for something help you a little bit when you are running your next opportunity. Have a great day, everybody. Talk to you next time.